Good morning for Tuesday, January 2nd, 2018. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Israeli right-wing targets two-state solution. North Korea wooing South to repel U.S. And Iran warns of tough crackdown on large protests. In today's national headlines, two U.S. families lost an air crash, shared love of exploration. Bus crash in Utah kills girl and injures 12 others. And New York Mayor de Blasio begins second term at City Hall. In today's business headlines, with red tape losing its grip, firms anti-up. Antivirus software can be turned into a spy tool. And head of British food giant dies in crash. There will be more business news, more national and international news as well, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This is the top story. Israeli right wing targets two-state solution. Reported from Jerusalem by David M. Halbfinger. An emboldened Israeli right wing is moving quickly in the new year to make it far more difficult to create a Palestinian state, signaling its intention to doom hopes for a two-state solution to the conflict. The actions have come on multiple fronts, as Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's party for the first time has urged the annexation of Jewish settlements in the West Bank, and the nation's top legal officers pressed to extend Israeli law into occupied territory. The Israeli parliament, meanwhile, was poised early Tuesday to enact stiff new obstacles to any potential land-for-peace deal involving Jerusalem. Coming on the heels of President Trump's recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital, the moves showed the Israeli right senses a new opening to pursue its goal of a single state from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean. But Palestinians and Israeli supporters of a two-state solution said the moves revealed the true colors of the country's ascendant right wing. We hope that this vote serves as a reminder for the international community that the Israeli government, with the full support of the U.S. administration, is not interested in a just and lasting peace, Mahmoud Abbas, president of the Palestinian Authority, said on Monday. Daniel Seidemann, director of Terrestrial Jerusalem, which focuses on the holy city's fate, said that what was winked and nodded about before is now being acknowledged publicly. We have no intent of sharing this land with anybody else except as a barely tolerated minority. Netanyahu has said he supports a two-state solution, even as his government has expanded settlements on the occupied West Bank. But Trump's support has tilted the scales, leading members of Netanyahu's government to conclude that Israel can take a stronger position without fear of forceful foreign intercession. The map of external pressures has changed dramatically, said Menachem Klein, a political scientist at Bar-Ilan University. There's no consensus in Europe, no single policy putting pressure on Israel. So this is a very easy arena in which we can go ahead. This is the second story on today's front page. It's a news analysis. North Korea wooing South to repel U.S., reported from Seoul, South Korea by the editors of the New York Times. Beyond a New Year's declaration by North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un that he would move to the mass production of nuclear weapons and intercontinental missiles in 2018, 
lies a new strategy to initiate direct talks with South Korea in the hope of driving a wedge into its alliance with the United States. The strained relationship between the allies has been playing out for months, as President Moon Jae-in of South Korea, a liberal, argued for economic and diplomatic openings with the North, even as President Trump has worked hard to squeeze the North with increasingly punishing sanctions. Until now, Kim has largely ignored Moon, but the dramatic shift in tone and policy toward bilateral talks between the two Koreas suggests that Kim sees an opportunity to develop and accentuate the split between Moon and Trump. The gambit may work. Moon's office welcomed the North's proposal in a way that is likely to aggravate tensions with the United States. For Moon, talks between the Koreas would provide a badly needed respite after a year in which Kim and Trump regularly exchanged threats of war. Here's the third story on the front page. Iran warns of tough crackdown on large protests. Reported from Tehran by Thomas Erdbrink. Ignoring pleas for calm from President Hassan Rouhani, Iranian protesters took to the streets in several cities for the fifth day on Monday as pent-up economic and political frustrations boiled over in the broadest display of discontent in years. The Iranian government responded with conciliatory words from Rouhani, but also a widening security clampdown and a pledge late Monday to crack down even harder. The government will not allow an insecure situation to continue in Tehran, Brigadier General Esmail Kawasari, deputy chief of the main Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps base in Tehran, told the semi-official ISNA news agency, If this situation continues, the officials will definitely make some decisions, and at that point, this business will be finished, he said.